This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.omf.ie Experiencing difficulties is part and parcel of business life and sometimes, however, businesses experience difficulties which are so bad that the very future of the business is at stake and the people running the business need time, space and forbearance to undertake restructuring if they are to survive. Now, up until now, the only option short of receivership was examinership, a court-led process which is expensive and beyond the reach of many small and medium-sized companies. Now, during the week, a new legislative act came into effect which seeks to simplify and reduce the costs for small companies in trouble. I spoke to Minister Robert Troy, the Minister of State responsible for company regulation at the Department of Trade, Enterprise and Employment yesterday. He's also responsible for the areas of trade promotion and digital. And before we discuss the new legislation, which came into effect on Wednesday last, I asked Minister Troy to comment on where business finds itself with the reintroduction of some COVID restrictions as we grapple with a surge in cases and the emergence of the Omicron variant. Yeah, look at it, um, without doubt it's not the end of the year that we had hoped for or that we had planned for uh, the new variant uh, and the need to introduce new uh, restrictions uh, has resulted in the need to reintroduce some of the business supports and I think that was the right thing to do. From the very beginning, uh, this government has always ensured that businesses whose level of trade had been affected by uh, restrictions in the interest of public health uh, would be supported and I think that was the right decision uh, and the decision announced by my colleague, uh, Minister Pascal Donovan, Michael McGrath, yesterday, uh, once again demonstrated that the government will support business um, during these restrictions with the reintroduction of the wage subsidy, uh, crisp uh, payment to help businesses uh, during this challenging time. Trade promotion is an important part of your brief. Um, it must have been hugely impacted uh, by COVID. How, how is that aspect of promoting Ireland overseas going? That was one of the one of the issues that were affected during the COVID, uh, the restrictions, the inability to um, go on international travel uh, resulted in the lack of trade promotional visits. Um, thankfully, towards the end of this year, in quarter uh, four, uh, my department, both myself and the Taunashta, were able to go on a number of trade missions. And it's, when you go on these trade missions, you see firsthand the real benefits that they are uh, in, in terms of promoting Irish businesses uh, internationally. Uh, and when you bring these Irish businesses on trade events, the business that they win, uh, that supports their business at home, that supports job creation, they're hugely important. Um, and I hope that uh, we will be able to recommence more of these uh, trade visits in 2022. Um, w- Companies under pressure, and while many people are pivoting, adapting, and so on, uh, unfortunately, um, more than normal, perhaps uh, smaller companies will be facing threats to their very existence. And and many uh, commentators on business had uh, been critical of the framework that was in place, which was basically examinership or receivership. You made some important announcements during the week. Tell us about those. Well, th- th- this week we commenced the summary rescue process. Uh, that is a, a small, a, a new administrative process uh, which mir- mirrors the examinership process 
without the need of court supervision. Um, this new process, because there's no need for court supervision, uh, will be much more uh, timely and much cheaper to administer. Um, and therefore, it's going to benefit uh, small and micro companies. Uh, the examinership process uh, in Ireland was always held up internationally as a very good model uh, to restructure a company. But because of the costs associated with it, it quite often was prohibitive for smaller companies. This new summary rescue process uh, is designed specifically for small companies, for companies with less than 50 employees and less than an, uh, an annual turnover of less uh, than 12 million per annum. Um, it will be done under the supervision of a uh, process advisor. Uh, it will be done in consultation uh, with the creditors uh, and it can be done fully completed uh, within seven days. So what I would be saying to people out there, if you have a small business, if you are um, in trading difficulty, but in normal circumstances, you would be um, okay, or there is a reasonable prospect of survival, this is something you should look at. To enter this restructuring process, to engage with your creditors, negotiate a write-down, come out from a shroud of, of debt uh, and restart, protect your business, and by protecting the business, uh, you're protecting the jobs that you support also. It, it's, it's much shorter than the examinership process, uh, so it's more timely, and because there's, there is no need when everybody agrees for court supervision, uh, it's more cost-efficient uh, as well. So on average, you're looking at potentially a, a cost of €10,000. Now, that can vary, obviously, uh, if the if the rescue process is more complex, if there's more creditors, it, might, it may be more expensive. Uh, but an examinership process, on average, is €100,000. So there's a huge savings there. Uh, and it will be to the benefit of small and micro companies um, who have a reasonable prospect of survival. But because before this new process came in, they wouldn't have had uh, the resources to go through an examinership. Mm. Um, now they can go through the summary rescue process uh, and by doing so they can protect their business and in protecting their business they're protecting the jobs that they support as well and I just make the point that you know this didn't come about while it commenced this week uh, that that was after 18 months of, of a lot of work consultation with the various key stakeholders uh, the, the groups representing businesses like ISME were very vocal on this uh, IBEX Small Firms Association, Irish Congress of Trade Unions, the Revenue Commissioners, uh, Department of Social Protection, and indeed going through the, the legislative process in the Houses of the Oireachtas also. Um, so there was widespread buy-in to this, there's widespread acknowledgement uh, that this is needed, um, and thankfully now it's up and operational since last Wednesday. Uh, good news for the companies who benefit from the restructuring and the and the protections and so on, but um, creditors, I'm sure, uh, people who would be thinking that like I'm owed money that by companies uh, that may avail of this. Uh, how, what protections are there for creditors? Well, there's two protections primarily for creditors. One is uh, that the creditors, the rescue process, the creditors must come out better than if the company went into liquidation. Uh, and that's number one. And secondly, uh, the creditors are key to this. They're part of the negotiations. And if after the proposed solution uh, is 
put to the creditors, the creditors do have an opportunity uh, if they feel that the process or the solution is not to their advantage, they can refer it to the court system uh, for a second opinion. So there's two primary primary um, primary uh, uh, protections there uh, for the creditors because and rightly so because the creditors the creditors are actually businesses as well also so it's important that um, the creditors have have those protections mm. also some uh, safeguards I'm reading against um, irresponsible and dishonest director behavior that's very important as well can you tell us about that well like I mean we have uh, we have ensured that uh, there's responsibilities on the directors to operate in a legal manner and if the process advisor who comes in um, experiences that the, the operate our directors are operating in good faith well then there is penalties there and that's that is very important also mm. uh, a thing you often hear from business is that they, they complain about the burden of regulation and the burden of bureaucracy and so on this seems a good example of um, actually government taking a look talking to the stakeholders and simplifying things are there any other areas you'd like to target well certainly you know I've made this my priority uh, when I was appointed Minister of State uh, with responsibility for company law I saw that there was a need for this uh, before ever we had uh, a global pandemic pandemic, and before ever we had the level of restrictions on business that we faced in the last 18 months, uh, there has always been a need for a simplified risk rescue process for small businesses. It never has been there before, and I'm thankful now after 18 months working with the key stakeholders that we do have a simplified rescue process to protect our small and micro businesses. There are other areas uh, that I'm looking at. One of the other areas I'm looking to bring in a reform is in relation to the personal, personal injuries assessment board and uh, to make that more fit for purpose to ensure that more legitimate insurance claims can be dealt with through the personal injuries assessment board. Again, uh, alleviating the need to go to court and ensuring that it can be done in a timely and more efficient uh, manner. I'm looking at... Um, some other areas in, in, in relation to company law, uh, in terms of uh, the audit exemptions for smaller businesses, uh, I'm looking at uh, reforming consumer protection law, and that's something that we will be hopefully publishing early in the new year. So there's a number of reforms undergoing in my department, uh, and I look forward to, I suppose, bringing them into the public domain as they are ready. Mm, uh, you, you talked about this being a long-term uh, objective of yours. Um, you brought, you've brought it about following consultation and so on. You've been in government coming up. I'm not too can't remember. I think it's about eighteen months. What have you learned from the process, and how can that be applied to the other areas of reform that you mentioned? Well, I think uh, working together with the key stakeholders is uh, beneficial. Um, I think working and putting a timeline on any objective that you have. And working to that timeline is also very beneficial. Uh, what's measured can be delivered. Uh, I think uh, when you do that, you, you can achieve results. And I think this is a, a, a testament and an example of where working with key stakeholders, putting a timeline in place, uh, that we have uh, made a real achievement. And this new legislation and the commencement of it this week is going to make uh, a very important difference to small businesses. And that's the beauty about... Um, you know, being, being in government that you are able to make a difference uh, to to the people that you represent. 
That's uh, Minister Robert Troy, the Minister of State with responsibility for company law, talking to us about the new simplified scheme for small and medium-sized companies uh, seeking to restructure. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, offering a broad range of business and advisory services to businesses large and small across the southeast. 